Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join now by Nadir Token of 274 Investment Managers. Morning, Nadir. Yes, Sakina. Look, I mean, Kuwait joining the pledge by Saudi Arabia, the UAE, and other uh, Gulf nations to cut output by at least 15%. You know, so I think uh, there's a, a big temporary, a temporary rally relief. And we mentioned earlier in the week that uh, oil seems to be oscillating between sort of 45 and 55 dollars a barrel, but there seems to be a structural ceiling and a structural floor on uh, you know where the oil price can go because every time we see declines quite quite heavily, uh, we see. Uh, OPEC members and oil producing countries coming out and saying that they're going to cut production and uh, we see increased incentives in order to comply with these production cuts because uh, you know these nations budgets are, 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 are actually hurting quite a lot so Sakina I think it's just on the back of uh, more countries joining the, the, the call to, to, to cut production uh, but it doesn't change the long term structural outlook for oil any bit whatsoever you know and I think uh, there will be a point where we'll see this rally end um, you know and uh, we, I, I doubt we, we likely to go much outside the 45 to 55 dollar barrel uh, range for a, a very extended period of time. And uh, staying on that tip, there, Nadir, uh, the UK they've announced that no diesel or petrol cars uh, are to be sold by 2040. Talk to us about this. Sakina, that's exactly one of the structural changes that we refer to when we're speaking about the oil markets. You know, I mean, uh, that's a massive, massive, massive uh, leap into the next generation. So the UK is saying that uh, they're only going to allow uh, the sale of electric cars in the United Kingdom uh, by the year 2040. I mean, that's 23 years away. Mm. We saw France announcing similar measures um, earlier in the month of July. And that's obviously going to be a massive dent for the oil and the energy industry um, in terms of where is demand for oil going moving forward? You know, if the UK is announcing that and France is announcing that because they're trying to, they're trying to get very, very serious about tackling, um, you know, environmental issues, the next, point, the, the, the next thing is where does this stop? You know, and while uh, you know, uh, uh, petrol and diesel and uh, fuel for motor cars is not the only thing that oil is used for. We know that it's also used for a lot of synthetic fabrics. It's used for a lot of uh, plastic production. Um, you know, so it, it, it is used for a lot of things, but obviously, uh, motor cars and fuel is the largest source of demand for oil in, 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 in conjunction with uh, industrial activity. So, you know, if one of the major sources of demand for oil um, is drying up over the long term, and we're seeing a whole lot of new uh, sources of oil and supplies of oil being found, um, you know, that's exactly the structural ceiling that we're talking about, uh, which is being placed on, uh, you know, the oil price. And I suppose the biggest question remains, Sakina, um, are these global oil reliance economies adapting fast enough in order to uh, ch- in order to keep up with this evolving environment we see plan 2030 uh, from the from the kingdom of saudi arabia led by uh, king salman's son mohammed bin salman and we wonder whether he'll be able to implement that plan and if in fact it is realistic in terms of uh, transforming the saudi arabian economy to rely not just on oil because structurally that's where the world is going sakina so, you know, uh, puts uh, another dimension to this bun fight between uh, the Minister of Energy and the city of Cape Town uh, who want to go on a different trajectory. But uh, we'll talk more about that later on in the show. Nadine, let's talk about Amazon and Anglo-American and their earnings. 
Yeah, Sakina, I mean, look, let's start off with Anglo-American because it's obviously much closer to home. Um, you know, and a stellar, stellar set of numbers from the minor. You know, I think uh, exercising a lot of discipline over the course of the last 18 months or so. I mean, if you look at the kind of knife they've taken to their portfolio, from 68 assets in their portfolio uh, to just 38 assets in their portfolio, and in fact, uh, still wrapping up the disposal of two more assets. So by the end of, uh, you know, the disposal period, there'll be just 36 assets in their portfolio. If you look at uh, their EBITDA numbers, uh, EBITDA, earnings before interest tax, depreciation and amortization, uh, growing by a whopping uh, growing by a whopping 61% Sakina year on year. Uh, that was largely expected by analysts in the market, but what wasn't expected was the kind of free cash flow generation which we saw from the miner. $2.7 billion um, in free cash flow generation. And what that has enabled is that Anglo-American has been able to resume their dividends six months earlier than what the market um, has expected and what the earlier indications were to the market that, um, you know, they're planning to resume their dividends uh, based on uh, their December 2017 results, and it seems that, uh, you know, they've now uh, resumed their dividends uh, much earlier than what the market had expected, well, six months earlier, one reporting period earlier than the market has, has expected, and that's just an indication of, uh, you know, their efforts to conserve cash, their efforts to, you know, transform the business in order to concentrate merely on the very profitable assets in the business um, has really paid very, very rich dividends, quite literally, Sakina. Um, and we saw them declaring uh, a, a, a dividends um, which will equate to about 40% of their, of, of their earnings base. So uh, quite an impressive set of numbers. The turnaround story really taking hold in Anglo-American, Sakina. And I think the most instructive thing to note um, out of those results that we saw is that uh, Mark Kutafani CEO, when interviewed in, by Bloomberg, said that uh, the mining charter is clearly not uh, workable in South Africa, and it is going to uh, stave off investment, and they have to go back to the drawing board and come up with something that actually is workable and something that is implementable, Sakina. So, in an environment where miners continue to look to take a knife to their portfolio, continue to focus very, very stringently on free cash flow generation, um, you know, the, the, these kind of uncertainties certainly isn't helping the weak economic growth and the outlook for investment and outlook for future growth in South Africa, Sakina. So we urge all parties to, resu to, uh, to, to, to enter with calm heads. We urge all parties to uh, you know, uh, apply rationale and to sort of uh, save investment in the sector and get economic growth in South Africa going again. Um, with regards to Amazon's results, Sakina, a strong decline in profitability with profits nearly a quarter of what they were um, in the previous quarter, but that's really in line with a very heavy investment investment period uh, for the online retailer as they gear up for uh, the, retail, the, the, the holiday season. That's the first point. And as they invest in uh, data warehouses, distribution centers, um, you know, in order to leverage future earnings growth, uh, you know, we're seeing a heavy period of investment coming ahead with net profitability declining uh, to just $200 million. Uh, but, Sakina, if we look at revenue growth, still very much in line with the rapid growth. We've seen 25% revenue growth, fastest growing segment of their business is third-party logistics where they handle uh, the logistics and distribution of the sale of a number of goods which outsource their, their, their logistics to Amazon. Cloud computing continues to grow at a rapid pace. So the top-line growth 
is there, Sakina, but, uh, but investors remain very nervous about the future trajectory to continue to generate that top-line growth um, and the next phase, which is the heavy investment, which we're seeing now, and whether that uh, investment will pay dividends as it did in the past. So the share price uh, coming under a bit of pressure on the back of that, but we'll have to wait and see whether all this investment actually pays dividends um, in future quarters to come. Nadir, half time for you because we'll be speaking to you again uh, later on, standing in for Maudi Lentswane. Uh, but uh, we'll leave it there for now. Nadir Token is an investment uh, analyst at 274 Investment Managers.